0: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Official Review Podcast. I'm Kwani, and this week we're joined by Francis Nganu, who is originally from Cameroon. But the bulk of his story, the part that I find to be most inspiring, is the fact that at the age of 26 years old think about that, 26 years old he moved to France based on the dream that he had had his entire childhood of being boxing's next Mike Tyson. Mind you, where he grew up in Cameroon, he was always told that dreaming was pointless. He said that where I'm from, most people don't allow themselves to dream because they feel like everything is already lost. And that is the worst thing that can happen for anyone's, for someone's life, for anyone's, I'm ad living But it's to not dream. And he knew that from the beginning, despite not knowing where he could end up and decided that he was going to take that gut feeling, the feeling that he knew there was a greater purpose than working in the sand mines of Cameroon and decided to move. And he did. He moved to France not knowing a soul, packed his bags, not even sure if he had any bags, and he went out on a limb. And here he is in 2017 about to fight next year in January actually for the world heavyweight title where he will actually be facing Stepe Miocic in Boston for UFC 220 and given the chance to be a world champ and to think that someone who was told not to dream could have so much success in their career so quick- quickly is just very mind-blowing so without further ado here's the conversation that I had with Francis the Predator in Ganu when he made his trip to Boston this week. I'm joined by UFC fighter Francis Nghanu. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. So I was reading up on your story, and there is so much to unload from it. But I want to go back to West Africa, Cameroon, where you grew up, and Central
1: Africa. It's, it's not Central, not West
0: Africa. It's, really?
1: Yes. Okay. You're
0: right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to figure out how you got involved with fighting. When was the first time that you saw fighting as an art form?
1: Um, I started fighting. I started boxing, so mm. that was my dream. Because for me, um, uh, up, uh, I grew up with um, that dream, you know, about fight. I love, I love movies and other stuff. So, um, but I didn't have an opportunity to to do any sport like uh, much like combat sport. But that was always my dream. And uh, until I was 22, and then I decided to really, because I uh, felt that it was kind of uh, almost late. And then I decided to leave everything and go start boxing. So that is when uh, I start boxing for the first time. I was 22. And then I've been doing this for a couple of years, until I went to in Paris uh, four years ago. And then uh, I met some, some guy who really want. Uh, Wanted me to to try MMA. They were just like, "Wow, what is this specimen? You should try MMA. You look like you look like you 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 born for this sport. You you build you, you make for this sport. Mm-hmm. You should try." And I was like, "What is MMA?" And they start explaining me what is MMA. I'm like, "No, that's you weren't convinced re- yet. Yes, <laughs> that, that's not really what I want. I want like uh, boxing. So stand up like Mike Tyson. That's what okay. I want." I was like, yes, we know, but you know, it's not easy. You should try MMA. And you know, Tin does itself, and then I finally make it in MMA.
0: What convinced you to put boxing on hold and decide, all right, MMA, I'll give it a chance?
1: You know, I never put boxing on hold. Oh, so really? I do like, um, at the time, I was um, training about boxing and MMA because. I, I didn't work at all mm-hmm. so I you have my I had my full time and trained uh, all, all everything that I can and um, still still keep dream about boxing but uh, the thing is like MMA um, MMA com- uh, came to me uh-huh. yes MMA came to me because everything goes very very fast and perfect. Uh, until like after two years, I didn't wait that news and they just told me that you have a UFC contract. I was like, really? You didn't plan okay. for it at all. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll take it. Let's do that. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think that is really the time that I decide to give my all and then to, I say, okay, I can just switch, uh, put boxing on hold because yeah. this is a opportunity uh, that MMA gave me, boxing doesn't give me this, uh, didn't give me this uh, when I need it. So I will try with um, with MMA because this is, this is, this is a big opportunity uh, and you can also become a world champion. At the end of the day, it's the same goal.
0: The transition between leaving your home country of Cameroon and going to France on a dream was there ever a time where you were like, "All right, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe I'll never become a boxer as you originally planned, or maybe I won't be successful at all"?
1: Um, that is something that I think is difficult to explain. That, but even when I started boxing, no, uh, no one believed. At me, mm-hmm. they just like you're crazy. There are no one who would who did who did it before yeah, who succeed, and you are coming far, and you're it's late, you're 30, 22 years old, and there are no one who to support you to take care of you, so you you won't be able to do some, some uh, something. And uh, I don't know why I, I always feel like it's my destiny. I'm gonna do it, and then even at the worst moment in my life, I always believe it. I never have to it. I think that is my motivation. That is what the um, what make my make succeed. Because for me, it's like something that I just accomplished. But, you know, something that like a destiny.
0: Would you say that internal feeling in your gut is what gave you the confidence Ye- yes, to
1: continue? Yes, I, 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 I always had that feeling like I'm going to do it. Because sometimes I still... It, it be like some way that uh, at some point I didn't talk about it because people around me just that thought that I'm crazy. So, mm. you know, to be in, in that situation and just dream like you're just keep saying you're gonna be a boxing, a world champ, it's kind of crazy. And then when I went to Paris four years ago, the first gym that I went there, I told them. Um, I don't have money to pay gym at all. I don't have a a place to sleep, but I just want somewhere to train. And um, because I want to be a world champion, you know, you're homeless, you don't have nobody, no family, nothing, and you're going to be a world champion. It's kind of. Yeah, it's a joke to them. Yes. (laughs) But also, you're athletic. They look at me and say, "You are athletic guy." They give me a little bit of credit, yeah. of because but he's of your big field. enough, so maybe yes, he can because do of something. your credit, but yeah. no, not really. And then uh, with the uh, time, they start believe at you. You know, you start convince them. You start say, "I'm gonna do this." You start prove that, and they start believe at you. And today, all of that people who join me, or people who that about the, um, my dream today. They join me today. They are telling me where what i'm going to be yeah. they say you're going to be champion and now they believe in yes, you after now they believe, you had to believe they want yourself. me to believe them
0: <laughs> so that MMA factory is that's where you met your current trainer now who yes i with met you my current day.
1: trainer there but that was the second gym the uh-huh. first gym that i went there uh yes. where was closing for the uh, vacation mm-hmm. and then uh that is when i went to MMA oh. factory and then i told them um i had some... I'm here. I want to, to keep doing boxing during the holiday, and then my friend also always also recommend me to do MMA, and I was like, you know, that your friend they're really right. Yeah. You you are the fit of MMA. Exactly. You should do that. I think you you make for MMA, and then when I start training, I was like, wow. You know, if you just take like. Um, uh bluebird uh, blue jujutsu bluebird you're gonna pick, you're gonna take uFC uh uFC bird like this and i was like what is uFC bird what am i go yeah. do with that yeah what does it do for yes. me
0: <laughs> can i use it on my pants <laughs> some would consider you a late bloomer like your career didn't really get running up and running until you were twenty two years old how and now it's become successful very quickly how do you Stay focused and stay balanced despite the fact that you're getting success so quickly.
1: Uh, the thing that I'm living, I'm living today is something that uh, all my entire life I project my myself in it. Some, uh, today I live uh, some situation, and for me it's like um, already I, I knew that before, you know, um, because or we believe at something. When you believe at something, at some point it, it seems like it's true. Yeah. Yes. When you believe strongly, it seems like it's true. And I am not like surprised. I mean, I I know that I, I improve, and I still have to improve. But I'm not like surprised because I this thing, uh, I believe, I, I dream about it. My, the whole life, my whole life, mm-hmm. and I believe I it. Yeah. i not just like dream, like to dream. I really believe, truly believe at it, at the point that people thought that I'm crazy. Mm.
0: When it comes to fighting, I think a big misconception is that people who fight are angry or are using it to channel some kind of anger. Would you say that there's any truth to that claim? Uh,
1: I have a goal. Yeah. I have a goal. So. When it's come time to fight, um, I'm. I'm. I get nervous as everyone, yeah. but I just remind myself, what? What? Why don't I do do this? Mm-hmm. I'm here for what? I just remember what, and then. That's my motivation. I'm here because I want to claim myself. I want to prove that I'm the world champion. I want to prove that I'm not that kid who wasn't able to pay his school money, who wasn't able to to buy a pen, would they, they pull it out because he doesn't have a pen or a book? Mm-hmm. I want to prove myself that I can do something and did it uh, do it very well by myself,
0: mm-hmm. and it- then I go. And, and now, I mean, you've already hit a level of success where you can go back home and bring that. You opened a gym in your home country. Where else do you want to go when it comes to giving back to the place where you came from?
1: You know, um, where I'm from, most of people don't allow, allow themselves to dream mm-hmm. because they feel like the, uh, everything is already lost. Yes, and that is the worst thing that can happen for someone's life, to not dream. Because um, with my life, with what happened to my life, I realized that um, dream, uh, ambition, is the most thing who can push you. It's the most motivation that uh, you can have in your life. And then uh, when I look back, I saw I saw that kid, that kid who doesn't have no ambition, no dream, who they are not allowed, allowed to dream. Like uh, I was... Um, not allowed to dream. Uh, Fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, uh, and at the time, I guess that I hoped that someone could come and do something for us. You know, open some gym, and then I was like, Oh, if someone did it, it's gonna be awesome. If someone do something like this, it's gonna be wonderful. You know, and then um, I still I still remember that time clearly, and I want just want to do the same thing and then I hope i going uh, to will have between that kid we will have like three or two or three who has the same feeling that uh I had before and I guess uh just to think that I know that they're going to make someone happy.
0: Now you're the one that's inspiring kids back home. Would you would you have ever thought that you'd be the one to do it?
1: No, I never thought I uh, thought that uh, for me it's just he was just like challenge because no one didn't believe that would be possible, but today when I went back home, I'm happy to see that once uh, uh, parents will come and see me and say my kids only want to become boxer at you, and I still feel that we we already do a most one step up, you know, because uh, if he said that, that mean he he think is possible, but at the t- at my time when you said something like that, you just seem crazy. They just say shut up you know.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I just
1: say, come down, L- live the real life that is no real life.
0: You want it to be like Mike Tyson, but looking at the way your career is progressing, do you see the fact that you could possibly surpass him, even though it's a different sport, surpass his legacy? Mm, maybe. It's all up, maybe, up to but
1: Yes, it's up to see, but uh, the thing that I'm, sh- I'm, I know for sure is like, I'm gonna do my best and I'm gonna leave my name in this spot. I'm gonna become something very, very big.
0: What is the ultimate I know you wanna be a champion. Is that the ultimate goal for your career?
1: Mm, the, it's the first goal now, yeah. and then after, uh, be the champion as uh, uh, long as possible, yeah. you know, and then move uh, move forward to something else, maybe. We're gonna see. Yeah.
0: So you're coming back to Boston in January for that big fight. How excited are you? I'm
1: very excited. UFC, I China. feel like it's like uh, getting close to your goal, the thing that you've been looking for your whole life. And then uh, it's unbelievable. We are here talking about uh five weeks away. Yeah. Be there. New year, so,
0: new you yes. <laughs> new champ, so hopefully.
1: But you know.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciated reading about your story, learning from you.
1: Thank you. I wish you the best
0: of luck in January.
1: Thank you very much.
0: You've inspired me a dream. (laughs) Keep dreaming, people. (laughs) I'll keep dreaming. Thank you so much. hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did because I've got to say, you don't hear about people going out on a limb, betting on themselves that often and actually getting that success as well. He took a feeling in his gut. That's all, it it didn't take an inspirational speaker. It didn't take reading a good book for him to say, this is what I want to follow. All it took was him knowing deep inside that there was something greater for him to do and that's the thing i love about sports it's like we said in the official review it's not only about the x's and o's or the wins and losses but it's about the fact that sometimes stories as simple as these can inspire you in a way that is greater than sports so i hope you enjoyed that conversation if you did please subscribe on itunes and google play the official review podcast and of course, on social media we are the official Rev Pod. Find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again so much for listening. I hope that you will tune in next time.